I love a good inspirational quote. They can really be quite powerful and there are days that it can just kind of hit you and really feel incredibly meaningful. This happens quite often for me. I'll come across something and on one level, it feels powerful and good. And then immediately (laughs) there's another level. It's like, wait a second. And there's one that I saw recently that I wanted to explore a little bit. Welcome to the Courageous Journeys podcast. I'm your host, Peggy Oliveira, former trauma therapist and survivor of childhood trauma. I am so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage, get settled in, and let's take this journey together. I know for so many of us that we tend to take things in our environment, things that people say, And we can very easily take that down a whole trail to where it ends up meaning something different or we feel so confused by what it was supposed to mean. And that happens in large part because of our core beliefs and how we interpret things and trying to make it fit with something that we believe already. So I've talked about a few of these things before, but this particular quote was one of these times. And that was, what is meant for you will come with clarity, not confusion. Now, I think that's really powerful. And I think that there can be truth to that. But if you're watching this video, there's a really good chance that that is not always true. Um, I actually did a short video on this, but I wanted to expand on it a little bit more. So that idea, what is meant for you, will come with clarity, not confusion. I think that when you are in a place where you trust in yourself, whether it's your intuition, your worthiness, that often is more likely to be the case. But for many of us, We have an incredible lack of self-trust. And because of that, knowing what is right for us or meant for us, when it really is, when it's something that is even healthy for us at times, something that would be the best option for us, it actually doesn't come with clarity at all. It can come with such a sense of doubt and confusion and potentially even some other feelings because there's there can be some resistance to it. But when you don't trust yourself and there's something in front of you or there's a decision that you can make that is good for you, that is healthy and best for you, because when you doubt yourself or you don't believe that you're worthy, just when you don't trust yourself generally, and that can show up in a lot of ways, certainly not specifically in, oh, I don't trust myself. We may say that, but oftentimes we don't. But when those things are there, and there's something good or positive there, for many childhood trauma survivors, if you are, certainly if you haven't done any healing, but even if you've done some healing, but you're not there quite yet, When there's something positive or good, 
it can actually create this really sometimes pretty significant sense of unease, maybe even fear, oftentimes shame. And there are some different reasons for that, and I don't want to get into that a whole lot here specifically, and I have kind of talked about that in some different ways. But when we are in the place where we do not really believe in ourselves, and then there's something that presents itself to us, there's fear around doing something different, feeling something different, experiencing something different. And because there's fear, it feels unsafe. If it's bringing up the idea that, am I worthy of this? It's also likely going to bring up a sense of shame, whether you're aware that it's shame or not. But whether it's fear or shame or just connecting to the belief of being unworthy or undeserving, there's often a lot of intense emotions that go along with that because the self-protective part is rising up to say, no, don't do that. Don't believe in that. Don't risk that, ultimately. So that energy is there to try to hold you back from doing something different, from opening to feeling different, doing different, experiencing something different. Because self-protection is about safety, right? So even if it's something good, if it's not something that you're used to experiencing, if it feels like there's any risk involved, that self-protective part is going to do whatever it can to try to keep you from taking that risk or being vulnerable. And that is going to feel internally that it's not okay to do that. It's wrong. It's not safe. It's a bad decision. Even when it might be one of the best decisions you could ever make for your life, it's, there's going to be a part of you that isn't feeling that way. And it's going to be that self-protective part is going to kick in and say all kinds of things to move you away from that decision, to move you away from that risk and vulnerability. Things like, you can't trust this, or whether it's trusting yourself, the other person, or the circumstance. Maybe even telling yourself that you're not worthy, that you're undeserving, that you're not ready. Who do you think you are? Why would you want that? That's stupid. That's silly. That's childish. It's indulgent. So many different ways that that voice can show up. But that's what tends to happen. And because we're used to that, we're used to those thoughts, we're used to those feelings that come with that, we're used to believing those things, that feels sometimes more clear or with clarity because it feels, I can't remember what I'm looking for, but it feels kind of more natural in a sense, which often will feel like, okay, this is the right thing. Because even when something doesn't feel good, maybe is actually quite harmful, if it's something we're used to, it's often, if not almost always, going to feel better than the thing that we're not at all used to, the thing that feels a little risky. And one of the things about struggling with worthiness is that good things, things that you really even want, we can make ourselves believe that 
wanting it or having it is not safe. It's not right. Feeling what we're used to feeling, even if what we're used to feeling is hard and painful and certainly doesn't bring anything good to our lives, it still feels better in some ways, pretty significant ways, than the unknown with this other thing. And if you sit back and think about this, like if you pause this and sit and think about it, how many times in your life, could be something small, could be something bigger, has there been something that's been presented to you or you've thought about doing or even maybe dreamed of and maybe even there was a part of you that felt a little excitement about it or longing for it or something along that line and maybe you were consciously aware but maybe not but you noticed kind of wanting to move away from that idea and whether that is like no can't do that right now or maybe later, or even something like, who am I to think that I could do that? And again, what you're, you know, what you're saying to yourself specifically may be a little bit different, but that idea, somehow the voice comes in, or even the feeling, that unsettled feeling, that fearful feeling, uneasy or even shame, um, full feeling, presents itself that causes you to move away from considering that possibility. What are some times that that's happened in your life? Again, might be something small, might be something pretty big. I know one area that this can show for people all the time is in employment types of situations, whether it's like a lateral type of move or certainly if it's like a a progression moving up in some way whether it's more money, more power, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but like more of a leadership role, those types of things are really significant ways or things that can happen in which it can create intense doubt and fear within us. And so all those thoughts, like you're not ready for this, and what if people think this, or what if you make a fool of yourself, or you know, so many different things like that. But really give yourself just a few seconds or maybe even after you've watched this video, really think about how often that happens. Because for most of us, it happens a lot. And sometimes you are aware of what you're saying to yourself. And there's a good chance that depending on what the circumstances or almost no matter what the circumstances What you're saying to yourself might be very similar, maybe even the exact same thing. But sometimes, depending on the circumstances, there might be some specific types of things that you tend to say to yourself about that. So you might say one thing or a handful of specific things if it's related to like job or career or money. When it comes to personal relationships, you might say something a little bit different to yourself in that regard. Um, But similar things when it's around some sort of relationship. So all of that is completely normal because we respond to things based on what we believe about who we are and the fears, the doubts, the shame associated with all of that. 
I've said this many times that I think being able to learn to really trust yourself, to feel grounded in your inner knowing, your intuition, and trusting how you feel and what you think and what you want. From personal experience, um, as well as professional experience, I really think that this really might be the hardest thing to get to in terms of healing. I've been what I would consider on the other side of healing for, I don't even remember at this point, certainly more than a decade. And I, now probably not two decades, that might be pushing it, um, but certainly more than a decade. But there are times, particularly when it comes to trusting myself professionally, because that doubt can creep in, and I would say really big decisions. For example, we're, we were to kind of talking about possibly selling our home, maybe even moving out of Arizona. A whole lot of doubt <laughs> was creeping in there. And because it's a vulnerable situation, and the more vulnerable we are, the more likely the doubt is going to creep in. But learning to trust ourselves, I really do think, is an ongoing practice something that we have to continue to work to connect within around. So even when you've done a lot of healing, that idea of if something is meant for you, it will come with clarity and not confusion. <laughs> I think it's good in theory, but even for myself around this house situation, there was absolutely no clarity <laughs> around any of it. And we're still kind of making the decision. We've decided we don't need to make it immediately. And so we're just kind of sitting with her for a while. But I can feel pretty confident that when that decision comes, I'm going to doubt it. In fact, an example, as we were talking about this one day, and I was having difficulty with the idea of selling our home. And just like, I, you know, I just don't know, maybe we should run it, kept going back and forth about it. And then one day we were having just a very small conversation. And I said, all right, let's sell. And I felt that. Like I felt like, okay, I'm ready to do this. And there were some reasons, some old fears, some old ideas that creeped in. Because again, remember, when we are vulnerable, those old beliefs can creep back in. And growing up in poverty, that was a pretty significant wound. We moved around a lot got evicted a lot. So there's a lot of wounding associated with that. And for the most part, I've really been able to work through that and heal that. But in those moments of vulnerability and really big decisions, it can kind of creep in. So as soon as I said, let's sell, and I felt like that was the right decision, like, yes, let's do this. Immediately, I noticed feeling some emotion. It didn't feel really intense, but I noticed this energy in my body and with it, my eyes started to well up a little bit. And I was like, what the hell is happening? And then my husband noticed, and he's like, what's going on? And I said, I don't know, but I'm just going to sit with this for a bit. I'm just going to sit with this and see what happens. And so I just kind of sat with it, no judgment, just kind of noticing what was present, noticing, you know, did my thoughts go anywhere? What else did I feel in my body? And... I happened to look up, I was sitting at our dining table and on the other side of the house there, 
there's a window that looks out into our front area and we have a raised, we have a circle driveway, we have a raised part that we can't see the road, but there's wildlife that we sometimes see there, more like little birds and rabbits and roadrunners and stuff like that. We've lived in this house for almost six years. At that time, it was probably about five and a half. I looked outside and there was a huge, what I believe to be a raven. I think we have more ravens around here than we do crows. And I was like, oh, wow, that is so weird. We've lived here all this time. And I look out this window all the time and I've never seen one there. We do see them a lot, but I've never seen one just right there. And I didn't think much about it, just still feeling into what was present. And then I walked over into our kitchen area where we can still see that part of the the yard. And I looked outside and right after I looked outside, that bird flew onto the top of our, we have kind of like a stucco sort of gate. We live in like a Spanish style house. And it flew and landed right on top of there. And that gate is right in front of that window. And I thought, okay, that's weird (laughs) because I've also never seen one there. So talk about (laughs) definitely no clarity and tons of confusion and doubt were there. I ended up going down the rabbit hole of crows and ravens and what, what they mean and what one means versus what more than one means and all kinds of stuff. Definitely not any more clarity. But I share that with you because I do think that if we decide to sell, it will be a perfectly fine decision. And I think there's so much benefit in actually selling, even though we haven't specifically made that decision ultimately. But because of my doubt, because of my inability, or I won't say inability to trust myself at this point, but because of the struggle that is still there at times to trust myself, to trust that I will be okay, to trust that we have the ability to be okay in terms of financial resources because of that fear growing up in poverty. Absolutely no clarity was there. But I certainly do not believe that because there was all that doubt and confusion that it was the wrong decision. I don't believe that for a second. But internally, (laughs) there was certainly a lot of doubt. So whether it's that quote or anything else that you see somebody say, particularly if it's really simplified into an idea, and I know when it comes to like even gratitude or the law of attraction, that type of thing, I think that many things become very oversimplified. And because we are looking for answers and solutions, we want that oversimplification to be true because wouldn't it be great in so many ways if that was true, that we wouldn't be confused at all if something was meant for us. It would make it so easy to say yes or no, but life isn't really that simple. And our, not only emotions, but our automatic responses to things are definitely not that simple. And there's so much that goes into it. And being able to recognize that, because so often there's a part of us that's like, huh, I don't know about that. But there's this idea, and if it's on social media, you're liking, likely seeing lots of people agree with it, and like, yes, 
Uh, so you kind of feel like, okay, well, that should apply for me too. No. And this is, I think, also kind of an opportunity to trust yourself. If there's a, something that you hear, even if it's from me, and you think, you know what, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Let yourself take that in. Question it. Maybe even question the person saying it. Not, it doesn't have to be in a negative way. You can ask for clarification or, well, what about this type of situation? And that's one of the reasons why when I do videos or share things just generally, I guess, and I do this all the time with clients too, like I might say something or share a thought about something or an idea of something. And I'll recognize that, okay, I think that's true, but there could be another, or there could be a situation in which that may not be true. Because I would say that that's probably the reality for most things in life. There's, there's not a lot in life that is absolute. There are some things, but in terms of how we think and feel, there's a lot that goes into it. So it's okay to question things. And most importantly, it's okay to trust yourself. It's safe to trust yourself, even if you don't know what that is yet. Even if you don't know what that looks like, what it feels like, it's okay to know that you can trust yourself. And over time, with more healing, you will get to a place where you are able to see and feel what that looks like. Those, you know, my eyes welling up after saying, yes, let's do this, that could have been relief, <laughs> release in just making the decision instead of just being so confused and conflicted all the time. Um, going back, well, it could be good for this or it could be bad for that, because I tend to do that a lot. So there could be a lot of reasons for that. But just knowing that whatever is present for you, it's not right or wrong. And making decisions, especially big life decisions, it's natural that you're going to feel some confusion or maybe even conflict or just uncertainty. And that's okay. And that's part of the reason why being able to talk it out with somebody can be really helpful. Ultimately, we do need to learn to trust ourselves. And I don't know if you might be this way, but for me, oftentimes, when I'm talking something out with somebody, I can come to my own conclusion. Talking just talking allows me to process, and I can often come to my own decisions about things. So maybe that's true for you as well. But it's important that you give yourself the opportunity to know that. But I'd love to hear from you. What are some of the things that you have heard, whether it's a simple quote or an idea, particularly maybe around healing or something like that, that whether it's true or not, you just kind of found yourself thinking, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if that really makes sense. I do that. I've done that probably most of my life, long before I ever started healing, that I would hear things sometimes and just like, I don't know. Doesn't, doesn't make sense about that. And maybe it did make sense. And maybe it didn't. But just having that sense of like, I don't know. And I will acknowledge that I am a yeah, but maybe not quite as much now as I used to be. But no matter what somebody would say, I'd be like, well, yeah, but what about this? 
part of that, I think, is just part of my nature. Did anything that I say today resonate with you? It really is important to recognize that learning to trust what is right for you, what is best for you, is challenging. And it is, I think, one of the last pieces that comes in healing. So be gentle with yourself. Whatever the circumstance might be, whatever you're feeling confused about or conflicted about, uncertain about, be gentle with yourself as you sort through whatever that might be. Thank you so much for spending this time and sharing this space with me. Together we heal. Make sure to subscribe. And if you haven't yet, make sure to leave a review. I'll look forward to connecting with you next time.